Hello, foundlings. This is Emily with the Missing Role Player Found crew. And on behalf of Missing Role Player Found, I would like to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year to you all. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what this episode is. You might have noticed the title, Season 1, Episode 1 of the Sword Art Online Odd campaign. Yeah, that's not a mistake. This is on purpose. Because guess what? We finally did it. Thanks to our patrons and one of our supporting producers through Patreon, Luke Simmons, uh, we have been able to actually sit down and re-script the early episodes one to five. We're still in the process of finishing out those episodes and scripting them entirely, but they are coming. And this is the first episode in that renewal. So we call these the renewed episodes. Just as an FYI, this episode will be up as its own standalone thing for about a month, and then we'll be removing the old episode one and replacing the audio with this one. We hope you really do enjoy this because this does contain a lot of old content as well as a few changes to make the uh, audio flow a lot smoother. And we also had to clarify a few things that were hard to understand. Thank you all for sticking with us for all this time. And also just be aware this will be our last release for this year. We're going to hold off on releasing the next episode of Sword Art Online Odd, as well as the Gate Chronicles, until next year. We're just going to take this as a moment for some mental health recuperation, because it's been a long year for all of us. So this would be a great time, foundlings, to uh, catch up and maybe introduce a new friend or somebody into the show. Uh, we hope to hear from you guys. Feel free to send us an email at info at missingroleplayerfound.com. Or also just join us in our Discord if you want to keep up to date with us. Be prepared. We'll be back in the beginning of January. But if you can't wait until then, you can always join us on our Patreon and get access to early releases of episodes as we finish them. So you won't have to be waiting as long and you also get to support the podcast. Woo! Which also uh, motivates us to produce better content at all times. That's what we aim for. Anyway, foundlings, we hope you enjoy. Hello, foundlings, and welcome to another episode of the Sword Art Online Odd Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, please be sure to take a listen back to episode zero to get synced in with the game. This is a homebrew Pathfinder campaign setting where we sit around a table and roll dice to determine the outcomes of players' actions. I'm your host and game master for this series. My name is Quentin, and today I am once again joined by the ever-so-lovely... Me! Snow! Actually, I'm Emily, and I play Snow in this campaign. Snow is a level 3 elf fighter, accompanied by her wolf, Nachia, who is the king. Yes, well, you started at level 1, but some time has passed since you've logged into the game. About a week, in fact. Though there's still no sign of a logout option. Because of all of the panic, much of the gear is in short supply, namely health potions. You and your party have ventured out towards the Enchanted Forest in order to obtain the ingredients to craft said health potions. After traveling across the plains and encountering skeletons pretty much each and every night, you have managed to level up alongside your current party members. As a quick refresher for those of you joining us for the first time, Snow's party currently consists of herself, a level 3 fighter, Wilson, a level 3 cavalier, Clyde, a level 2 samurai, Tiffany, who is a level 5 fighter specialized in crafting weapons and armor, and last but not least, Celia, a level 5 wizard who specializes in crafting magical items. As the evening comes to a close, your adrenaline is beginning to fade. Having fought skeletons for most of your journey, you all begin to feel worn down, tired, and quite sore. 
Clyde, more so than others, after having skeleton fingers flicked at him. Finger flicking good. Oh, yeah. Finger flicking good indeed, because that man lost 20 HP because a skeleton decided to attack him and crit both times. Anyways, you all wake up the next morning feeling achy and sore, but slightly refreshed from the evening's events. You can see that on your HUD that Clyde has actually recovered some HP. About two hit points, but it's far from being full. Out of your entire party members, only two of you started with any health potions, and at some point Celia used hers to heal your wolf. Why is she such a kind and generous woman? She's not. She just has a soft spot for animals. (laughs) I see how it is. And Tiffany has a soft spot for idiots. So that's why he decided to use his last health potion on Clyde. You see his health bar fill up and flash green, but now you know that you have a total of zero health potions amongst all of you. Okay, guys, real talk. If we get into another encounter of immeasurable circumstances, Clyde is going to die. He he is a monster magnet. Skeletons, hyena sharks. Hey, I've got my leave crystal. Yeah, and you know what? You've already used that within the past 24 hours, which means you can't go back to the town of beginnings for another day. So if there's an emergency, <laughs> eh, good luck with that, Clyde. And in fact, you wasted it just to get your horse back to town. Not like they had any health potions anyway. Also, how did you get back here safely? How did you survive? Hey, I knew you'd be fine. I wasn't worried about me. And of course I was able to come back because I knew you were thinking about me. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, never mind. Celia, sitting on a rock to the side, takes a long draw from her pipe and then eventually speaks up. Well, we shouldn't have too many issues, I suppose. The forest should be nearby, and we should come upon it quickly. How far away from the town are we? You're about 25 miles into the plains. Wilson, have you been mapping out the area? You see, as Wilson makes a gesture in the air, and you see a scroll of paper appear in his hands, which he then unfurls. Uh, I mean, we really haven't had many good vantage points for me to get any more information. Wait, I've got an idea. It's a great idea. Why don't you sit on Tiffany's shoulders? That would give you a great vantage point. I could hoist you up there, I suppose. Uh, But how long do you need to be up there? I guess I could maybe get my core workout in for the day. Maybe do some squats, get my legs in, work my glutes. But all in all, couldn't we just, like, find a hill or something? Wilson gestures around him. Uh, we're in the plains? There aren't any hills in the plains. And we haven't found any recently, that's for sure. I nope, mean, the... the best option is to sit on top of Tiffany's shoulders, who then sits on top of Angus. <laughs> Angus snorts disgruntly. <laughs> I'm going to roll to see what they think of this idea. In fact, how does the horse feel? The horse does not like it when the idea of the large black man who is taller than the horse walks up to him and then attempts to mount him. Actually, Wilson has to calm Angus down who brays in protest. After attempting this task for several minutes, they suggest that you all move onward. Yeah, no, I don't don't think this is going to work. Maybe if we, like, move on and travel for a bit, I could, like, unlock vision of the next area with these uh, discovery point thingies I've been earning. Discovery point thingies? Oh, yeah, uh, it's this thing that I keep getting notifications about that I've 
earning discovery points, and they're used for like mapping out the area, and after like successfully translating like waypoints. Oh, uh, what? Sounds like fancy map stuff. Oh yeah, that's totally some fancy map stuff. Well, I mean, it's been like keeping us from getting lost and stuff. But hey, I'd love to earn some discovery points with you, if you know what I mean, Clyde says, nudging Snow. Uh Uh-huh. So how many points do you have? Not enough. Shut up, Clyde. Uh, discovery points? I I think I have three. Oh, wait, no, four total. How many does it take to unlock a new area? Well, the areas around here have been around about three or four. Gosh, Wilson, get on it. Give me a hill. One hill. It's been flatland for miles. I was playing with you, but that's why I keep saying get on Tiffany's shoulders. He's the rock. That is one of my many names. Quit your lollygagging. The enchanted forest is nearby. Clyde hops up on his mount, Haku. And, uh, Snow, are you riding with Wilson? Uh, I will try. If Angus doesn't kill me first. Okay, well, I mean, it seems as if Wilson has gained better control over his own horse. Although Angus does snort in annoyance as you begin to climb on his back. Celia begins waving her hand in the air and you see a silver ring on it shimmer. And magically, a horse appears, which you know she is nicknamed Misty. Whoa, how do you do that? I have craft wondrous items, and in doing so, I'm able to imbue a spell into an item. No wonder you're loaded. Jeez. I wasn't finished, but all right. Uh, I can craft health potions. Once you have the materials. You could heal by 1d8 plus 3, so like a minimum of (laughs) 4. Good job, (laughs) All right, so I'm going to need you to roll a survival check if you are attempting to navigate towards the Enchanted Forest. Can can I aid another? Because I know I'm not leading this. I rolled a two. (laughs) Well, you aren't much help to Wilson. In fact, you all get turned around because honestly, no one was paying attention to where you were going. And while traveling through the plains, you hear multiple deep bellows from up ahead kind of getting distracted, but you do end up spotting six wild bison grazing in the fields. Ooh, we should kill some bison. I actually need their meat for a quest I picked up from the butcher guy in the town of Beginnings. I think I need like 15 pounds or something. Well, I guess we're not doing anything, especially since Wilson over here doesn't know how to guide us. Hey, I've been trying and I don't know where we are. I told you, give me a hill. If I had a hill, I could map the whole thing out. Ooh, new plan. Okay, we take the bison. We stack the bison on top of each other. I, I see how you're looking at me. Wait, wait, wait. We take the bison bodies, we stack them on top of each other, and then we... Who do you think exactly is going to be stacking all these bison? No, 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 no. We kill the bison, we stack the bodies, and I was saying we make a hill from the dead bodies. So, at this point, like, everyone is glaring at you because what you just suggested is mass slaughtering of these creatures and then stacking their corpses to make a hill so that you can stand on it. It's fine. They'll respawn. Maybe. I think. That's how the game works, right? So, I I mean, I guess if that's what everyone wants, we can do a bison hunt. Hey, anything for you, dollface. I could use some fresh ingredients, maybe some raw meat. What? You know, for our uh, little uh, date thing later. Uh, you, me, candlelight dinner, romantic bison cooking over the fire. Oh, bring it down, lover boy. Personally, I think we should focus on figuring out where we're going. 
Hunting bison is a waste of time. But if you insist, I think I'll sit this one out. But, uh, I mean, I, I need XP. Yeah, no. Clyde definitely needs XP. He's got a point. I mean, the guy can't even stand up to getting fingered by skeletons. Celia, at the mention of this, takes in a deep, deep, deep breath of her pipe. Her eyes get really wide and she just starts coughing. <laughs> well, well then. Hey, that's, um, uh, that aside, I guess if our useless samurai wants to become, well, not useless, it might not be bad for him to get some experience. But I don't know what I can do here. All I've got is this hammer. What, you want me to just run it by a scene and play golf? I mean, you can stay on the sidelines, but if Clyde starts dying, you might need to... He's been doing that all game. All right, so at this point, Wilson is in front of you, Clyde is to your right, and Tiffany and Celia are to your left. There is a dispersed herd of bison calmly grazing and bellowing in the field. <laughs> Why are they turds? They're, they're not turds. Do you, what, what, you want me to draw little horns and eyes on them? <laughs> now they're stinky turds. No, it, that, that one, it, it, it's just a unibrow. It's just showing you their general location, okay? So which one do you want to attack? That pile of crap over here. <laughs> Listen, I never said I was an artistic genius. So I indicate to the group to attack the one closest to us. And I point and I say, Nachia, fetch. And again, this is the only trick he knows. And I can't really say attack, but fetch works. <laughs> okay, so you're going to attempt to fetch that bison. Uh, I guess roll for Nachia. Okay. That's a total of 15. He doesn't get any bonuses because he's considered level one still with the feet you gave me. That was the only way for you to get an animal companion note. So, Nachia begins slinking through the tall grass. You barely see him under the blades, save for his pure white fur. But unfortunately, even though this is a surprise attack, as he leaps out to the hindquarters of the bison, he attempts to sink his fangs in, but... His small pup mouth cannot penetrate the thick hide of this creature. The bison, startled by the sudden attack, lets out a loud bellow, and then all of the bison in the fields begin to stampede to the east. Well, let's not just stand here, Wilson. Go get them! Uh, hey, uh... So, your party urges their horses to pursue the fleeing bison herd through this field. Your horses easily outpace the bison, and so does Nachia, surprisingly. All right, Wilson, it's time to toot your horn. Now rather than later. Hey, I don't like the mocking tone there, but you know what? I will. Wilson unlatches a golden horn from his side and blows into it. And you see, as a marker flashes above the bison, which indicates Wilson's ability to mark it with his challenge. Which bison? What's its name? Name? Uh... Bill. <laughs> that, that, yes. The, no, those are horns, but yes, that is Bill. Bill the bison? Yes. Buffalo Bill the bison. A water buffalo? Everybody needs a water buffalo. Is he fast? No, he's quite slow. Oh! Enough VeggieTales memes. So, the bisons are stampeding through the plains, trampling the grass and whatever poor creatures are in their path. Does that count as our loot? 
Now, if anything, that's the bison's loot. See, I thought that we could lead to some really funny moments. Like, why is there a cheetah skin in the bison loot? Like, one of those kind of moments, but I guess fine. No, the, you're, you're right. The, the bison are getting XP and are currently leveling up as you chase them. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Anyways, Wilson urges Angus onward, swinging his glaive at the bison. He slashes into its left flank, which the bison shrieks in pain. You see the health bar above it lower by about 10 points. It slows down just a little due to its injury and then begins to separate from the herd. Clyde then rides up next to you. So, should we just take this one out or should we go after the others? Well, we should probably put this one out of its misery first. Tiffany and I could try bringing another one down while you guys finish this one off. I'm really close to leveling up. Sure, we can do that. So Clyde signals to Tiffany and they begin to pursue the herd, while you and Wilson veer off following alongside Bill. But as Clyde is running off, you see him turn back with his bow as he shoots at the bison you're chasing. Wait, I need XP! Uh, surprisingly enough, the arrow actually manages to hit Bill right in the right flank, uh, doing minor damage, and you see the health bar drop by four hit points. But hey, it counts. And Snow, it's your turn. Uh, I knock an arrow and fire my bow. That's 20. Natural or total? Total. Okay. Well, that still hits, and what's your damage? Also, those arrows you received from Tiffany are actually of the masterwork quality, so you're going to be getting a plus one to damage. That's a six plus one, so seven. Nice. That's some good damage. <laughs> Beat that, Clyde. You laugh now, but the bison turns, sliding to a halt. It arcs its horns downward, and as Angus charges forward, it pushes into the horse, throwing both you and Wilson off the back. I need you to roll a reflex save to avoid being crushed by the giant creature. 18. Both you and Wilson successfully managed to get out of the way, rolling to the side as Angus's body lands on the ground in a massive heap. The left side of his rib cage is collapsed seemingly, with two puncture wounds where the bison's horns met. Oh no. Angus! You see Wilson's eyes grow wide in abject horror at the sight of his mount, and you can see that in the left-hand corner of your hut, Angus's health bar is blinking red. Out of his total 28 hit points, he has only two remaining. The bison snorts, Turns towards both you and Wilson, stamping its hooves in the ground, looking as if it's rearing up for a charge. Snow is terrified and stands up quickly and knocks another arrow. Wilson, how useless are you without your mount? Uh, mildly. All of my feats are mount-related. Wilson! Yeah? If Angus dies... No, 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 no. Oh, listen... I'd be a fish out of water, a plane without wings, a man without a horse. He's still got two health points, and he's not dead yet. Neither are we. Yeah, but I, I think he should stay there. He's definitely down for the count. Wilson readies his glaive in front of him. You know, I'm starting to realize that it might have been a better idea to not attack the bison. Maybe we should have just camped out in front of the general store instead and just waited for health potions. Yeah, that's great, Snow. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but now's not the time for that. Curse you, Dark Savior 69. 39, Snow, it's 39. The bison, Bill, snorts, lowers his horns once again. It looks like it's about to charge you, but at the last second, Wilson rushes forward first, swinging his glaive upward and across the head of the creature. A bloody gash forms in its chest, and you hear a cracking sound, though you can't tell if it's from Wilson's glaive or the bison. Its health bar dips further as Wilson's deals a whopping 14 damage. Ha! I did it! Oh, oh no, angry bull, angry bull! Snow, it is your turn. Nachia, fetch! And I point at the bison, hoping he tries to bite him again. Uh... That's a 17? 
You hear a rustling through the grass, and from it leaps a white blur charging down the bison. You see, Nachia launches himself at the hulking mass, which raises up its head. Nachia latching onto one of the horns, and once again you hear a cracking sound as your wolf is tossed, and you see him go airborne, do a somersault, and then lands on the ground, snarling. You see as he turns to you and looks, as if to say, I got it! And you see in his mouth is the bison horn! He fetched! Uh, what do you want me to roll for damage? Do you want me to roll damage? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. That's a four. Well, that's not much damage, but, you know, at least he got what he was aiming for. And you can see that Bill's HP bar has now dropped into the red. Okay, I'm going to try and shoot the bison. Don't miss. Wait, wait, wait. Wilson's there, so that's perfect. I have precise shots, so I don't have to take any penalties shooting into melee combat. That's correct. So, what's here to hit? Uh, how close am I to the bison? Uh, you've got, you were thrown off the horse, so let's say about 30 feet. Perfect. My roll was a 15, plus one from point blank shot, and plus one for my masterwork arrows. So 17. That hits. You release the string, and the arrow flies from your bow. Wilson, you might want to duck. What? The arrow whizzes over Wilson's head as it pierces directly into the bison through the gash recently carved in its chest by Wilson. Wilson yells in surprise. Duh! And the bison stands there for a moment. It doesn't move, but then from it leaves a long groan and its body topples over onto the ground as its HP reaches zero. You have successfully killed the bison. I run over to Angus. Uh, Can I roll a heal check to see if there's anything I can do? Sure. You run over to Angus and you take a look. Go roll your check. It's 10. Hmm. You have no idea what to do. Having trained as a student nurse, you have some medical knowledge under your belt, but uh, A, this is a video game and you're not sure what rules apply, and B, Angus is a horse and you are not a veterinarian. Not a people? Not a people. Okay. Wilson, make a heal check something. I, I don't know what else to do. What, what, you think I have heal? I don't have heal. Neither do I. Nishia, make a heal check. No. Your wolf and me are both confused about your request. Uh, Nichia lays down and just begins gnawing on the horn he got from the bison, as if maybe this will help in some way. But you do see as Angus is attempting to stand up despite his injuries, and his red health bar is blinking. Oh, oh, careful, buddy. I hope the others are doing okay. Well, their health bars are looking good for now. Wait, nope. Clyde's in the orange again. Oh, I'm more concerning is Angus. Uh, that's a good boy. Easy. Take it easy. Oh, uh, Snow. Yeah, you know, that hindsight's really kicking in now. This might not have been the best idea. Probably should just avoid combat for a while, you know? I mean, I might have to take Angus all the way back to town if another one comes up. What? Are you saying it's my fault? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that if Angus gets hit again... Uh, I'm going to be without a mount and potentially depressed. I think Snow feels bad about what happened, but she doesn't say anything else. Uh, she walks over to the bison. Well, since you've finished your set of combat, uh, go ahead and roll individually 3d20s so we can determine your loot. 9, 11, 12. Well, congratulations, you did successfully get... Your 15 pounds of bison meat. In fact, you got 30 pounds of bison meat. And along with that, you also received 400 experience. Holy, that was a CR4? 
Jeez, I did not think this through. No, no, you didn't. And now you understand why it almost one-shot a creature with 28 HP. Nice. I got a lot of meat. Well, if we keep having encounters like this, we'll level up again in no time. What'd you get, Wilson? Uh, I mean, I got meat. <laughs> How much meat? Enough, I guess. I don't know. It's like 30, like 20 pounds of meat. And you hear the sound of several horses beginning to move towards you. You can see that Tiffany, Celia, and Clyde have all returned. Hey, Tiffany, what'd you get? What do you think I got? And you see, as he gestures in the air, supposedly as to open up his inventory, and then materializes two large bison horns six foot in reach just are sitting on his shoulders. I got myself some horns. Some might say I'm a little horny. <laughs> I, I get it, and, and you stole my joke. Of course you would try and say that. Oh, uh, Celia, Tiffany, uh, can either of you do a heel check on Angus? Why would you think either of us have heels? Well, neither do I. I just look at him. He's barely standing and Wilson needs his mount. Surely there's something you can do, Celia. Come on, Celia, look at him. You love Angus, don't you? You see, as Celia was attempting to avoid looking at Angus, fearing what she might see, but with your words, she takes a glance. You can see she covers her mouth, and her eyes begin to water a little. She slides off Misty and pulls out of her spellbook, furiously flipping through the pages, trying to find something to help. No, no, not that one, not that one either. Oh, it's times like these when I wish I had been a druid. Suddenly, Celia stops, withdrawing her hands from it, the book levitating in front of her. She cups her hands around her mouth, and she begins to whisper something. And as she finishes, she opens her hand and blows. And it seems like a faint gust of wind seems to carry something off within her hands. And a faint sound is carried on the wind. I'm an elf, so I should have pretty good hearing. Uh, can I try to hear the sound? You manage to hear a somehow even softer version of Cecilia's voice in the wind. Quiet, like a whisper. It's a very pathetic and desperate plea for help, directed to the nearest and first players available. Oh, oh, help. A horse has fallen and it can't get up. A bit pathetic, but hopefully it gets us some help. Well, you said Wilson needs his horse. I wouldn't do this for just any steed. Oh, but look at Angus. He's so majestic, albeit pathetic beast at this time. Angus is majestic, isn't he? Hey, I mean, look, Haku's uh, uh, majestic too. Clyde, the cavalier needs the mount more than the samurai. And she smirks at him. Hey, I got this horse fair and square, you hear me? I wasn't saying you didn't. Oh, uh, Clyde, did you level up yet? Oh yeah, I did! Level three? Yeah, you know it. So you're less of a piece of crap? Wow! Oh, I'm sorry, I promised I'd be nicer. <clears throat> so you're less of a piece of crap? Wait, you didn't change anything about that sentence! Okay, okay, hold on. Let me try that again. So... You're less than a piece of crap? Wait, that's meaner! Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why this is so hard. Stop trying. You're making it worse. I just, don't just know. let me do all the talking. I'll just compliment you, okay? Hey, you listen, it's just it every time I talk to you, Clyde, it just comes out the same way. Uh, hey, guys. I mean, Angus is pretty injured, and I don't want to have to turn back since we've come so far. Maybe, maybe if we continue towards the forest, because it's so close, we can see if we can, like, make and craft health potions. Wilson, you need to be careful. If Angus dies, you're crap out of luck. You could die, too. That's why you're tied to this horse. You're not allowed to leave him. 
Clyde dismounts from Haku at this point and begins walking over to where Angus is now laying down. The black stallion sighs heavily as the red-haired fellow runs his hand over his damaged skin. I mean, um, I've got some bandages that we can use to enhance our heel checks. Uh, maybe we can even have uh, Haku support Angus as he walks if we, like, time together or something. Haku whinnies as if in agreement. <laughs> of course he sounds really girly. Is Haku actually a girl? <laughs> Clyde starts pulling out the bandages from his inventory and is surprisingly successful in his skill check. Angus appears to be feeling a little improved now that he is stabilized and he is able to stand and move more readily. You can make note that his health bar has increased slightly and it is now more so in the orange category. Clyde made himself useful? I go over and I give him a hug, but of course only after he's done. I don't want to cause him to do more damage. You're useful after all. Maybe not less than a piece of crap. Maybe like a piece of dirt on my shoe. Give me a second. You gotta check something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. Error 404. Clyde not found. That man does not know how to handle what just happened. You notice that his face flushes a bright red and then he begins just shaking violently. Like a dog? Like when you're scratching their belly and they start doing that leg thing? Yes, he physically cannot understand the fact that you made contact with him and you are a member of the opposite sex. Uh, you okay there? <laughs> so the party's travel begins again. Although at a slower pace, as Wilson suggests, traveling on foot while Angus is in this state. Okay, thought. If Wilson rides on Tiffany's shoulders, could he be considered a mount? I suggest this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Tiffany's not a large creature. I, I mean, I guess if you incast enlarged person on Tiffany, then like maybe. Hey, Celia. I raise my eyebrows in a very suggestive manner, trying to convey my thoughts to her. Um, Snow, is there something in your eye? Are you having a stroke? Because if it's neither of those things, please do not look at me the way you are. It's suggestive, and I don't like or know what it's suggesting. What if, and just take this as a what if, what if we make Tiffany bigger? No, 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 no hear me <laughs> out, hear me out. <laughs> Tiffany, we make you as big as a horse. Wilson gets on your shoulders and rides you around. Bada bing, bada boom. Wilson can still do things, and you get the experience of a solid core and leg workout. It's a win-win situation. No, no, no. Everyone has stopped walking, okay? And I do mean everyone is staring at you, whether it's out of concern or... No, no, it's just out of concern. Hang on. Clyde, you think it's a good idea, don't you? I mean, I have heard of a game called Mount Your Friends before, but I've never heard it taken so quite literally. Uh, but hey, that's what I like about you. So yeah, I'm all for it. Wait, 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 no. Quiet in the peanut gallery. If it does not involve you, you do not have a voice. I mean, I don't mind being a nice large man, and I don't mind another gentleman riding on my shoulders, per se. But as soon as you say that I am being ridden as a mount, nah, nah, we got an issue. I hate to rain on your parade, but furthermore, I don't have enlarged person. I have reduced person. Even better! We reduce Wilson's size, and since he would be smaller, he can ride on Tiffany's shoulders. I don't want to be a midget. Okay. Wilson, maybe you could ride on Clyde's horse. Then you would technically have a mount, and even if it's shared, you can... Well, I mean, I don't want to have to, like, make you walk or anything, well, so I, I... I can be a midget. 
I'm already walking, Wilson. It's not going to change much for me at this point. I'll just continue to walk. Slowly. In the dark. But hey, I'm an elf. I can see in relatively dark places. Anyway, uh, what I'm saying is that it's fine. You ride on Haku, and I'll stay back here with Angus. You know, Snow, I knew I liked you for a reason. You're a real nice person. Uh, what? What? She's really taken back by what he just said. And she'll reach for the reins, slowly. And as you do, your hand grazes gently across his as you grasp firmly the reins. Angus doesn't seem to like that very much, though. And even in his injured state, he seems to yank back against the reins and attempts to rear. Whoa, whoa, Angus, buddy, no, you're going to hurt yourself. Snow, hang on. Um, Guys, can we, can we stop for a second? I was just thinking that a brief rest would actually be nice for my poor constitution. Yeah, and my derriere. I've been working my glutes a little too much. <laughs> if you know what he means. No, no, I don't. I don't want to know what that means. At Wilson's behest, the party does briefly stop and takes this opportunity to rest. Wilson, however, takes Angus off to the side. You seem to notice that he's having a conversation with a horse. And after some time, uh, Wilson returns with Angus and they approach you. Sorry about that, Snow. I think he should behave now. I think. Um, Angus, say you're sorry. <laughs> Angus? Uh, yeah, that's good. Right, Angus? <clears throat> he snorts indignantly, but he seems to be tolerating your presence, which is a significant improvement. Although, as you take the reins, Angus makes it very clear that he is leading you and not the other way around. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. I would probably get us lost anyway. Uh, speaking of which, where is Nachia? Uh, well, you see, he is proudly carrying his well-chewed-on horn, as you know, he got loot for that encounter as well. Mm -hmm. He is very proud of himself, strutting about pompous-like, never looking down at the ground. His head is always tilted towards the sky. Who's my good boy? <laughs> he is decreed. Your party continues onward after this brief moment. You occasionally notice Wilson looking back towards you and Angus, as if making sure that the things he cares most about are doing well. Like I said, it's probably good that Angus is leading, because I guarantee you Snow would be distracted looking around at the environment, get separated from the group, and then get lost because she has a terrible sense of direction, you know. Uh, oh! Thanks for reminding me! Roll your perception check! Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, my perception is a 13... So, you can notice that much of the day has passed. The sun is beginning to set, and you are all feeling very tired. But as you reach the limits that your legs can carry you, you spot a hill. What is on that hill? Are there any giant rocks that look like rocks that are actually insects? You don't see any large rocks, but there is a nice grassy hill with a rocky overhang that looks like it would make a great place for a campsite. As well, there are some smaller rocks that are scattered across the hill, but no, like, big giant bug ones. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what they all say. Hey, guys, we found a hill. And you know what that means. I don't have to have nightmares about tiny people sitting on my shoulders anymore. Well, yes, uh, but I, I can't guarantee that Snow won't mention it again. <laughs> it means maps. Hey, it means dinner. It means a long rest. And I do mean a very long rest. Well, yeah, yeah, all, all of those things, but like, once I make a document of this area on my map and everything, like I'll have enough points to unlock the next area, so like we're not traveling like blindly. Yay! Congratulations! But one thing's for sure, it means food, and I'm beat. Oh, 
Agreed. All right, then I guess we should probably start setting up camp. Hmm. That overhang looks like a good spot. It would give us cover and we would have a wall to our back so nothing could surprise us. Or rather, sneak up on us. Well, sometimes you do have good ideas. Hey, you're not wrong. So, the party pushes onward and you reach the overhang on the hill where you set up camp for the evening. Uh, I find a spot, throw out my bedroll, and fall into it. Roll it for it, Tootsie. Okay, is it, am I going to die? Um, that's a total of ten. You've had a very long day, and as soon as your head hits the pillow and you close your eyes, you immediately fall unconscious. Wait, I didn't eat anything, though. Roll a perception check, and then another four, you say. Okay, perception eight, and my fortitude ten. Jeez, these rolls. Just two tenths. Good job. Mm -hmm. Well, despite your hunger, your exhaustion from the day is significantly stronger. Though as you drift off to sleep, you hear the gentle movement of pots and pans, cloth being spread out nearby you, and then the slurping and chomping sound of Nichia enjoying his horn. A peaceful moment leading to a nice, peaceful sleep. And that is where we're going to end off this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Thank you, Foundlings, for joining us on today's episode. If you enjoyed any of these wild antics, then stick around for the next installment. Make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to. And for those listeners who have returned for this renewed episode, thank you. We hope you enjoyed some of the changes and additions we made as to a renewal to our original episode's content. Special thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi, Will Savino, Kevin McLeod, and Dark Fantasy Music Studios for providing all of the ambiance that you hear in your ear holes. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, apparently, at RollFound. And you can find us on Facebook at Missing Role Player Found. If you want to support the podcast in other ways, you can try sharing it with your family, your friends, and... If you want to get some special merchandise, you can check out our store at missingroleplayerfound.com. And if you want to support us monetarily, you can check us out on Patreon at bit.ly forward slash support MRPF. Special thanks to Michael Gelfi and Will Sabino with Music D20, Kevin McLeod, and Eric Matthias for letting us use their music and ambiance in today's episode. We'd also like to thank you, Foundlings, for joining us on our renewed episode one of Sorta Online Odd. Continue to stick around as we renew some of the early episodes up to the quality that we've reached in the later seasons. And here's a quick blooper from today's episode. You see as Wilshin... You see as Wilshin... Wilshin! It's Wilshin! No, Angus, we need you to calm down. No, no, I understand how you feel. No, I, yeah, I get it. But like, you gotta come around a little bit to these things sometimes, and like, understand that like we all need to make sacrifices. Okay, foundlings, that's all for this week. So we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>